Early Ovary Treatment Trials. GOG 41. The basic thing to take away from GOG 41 is that our clinical impression is discordant with final pathology with a range between 50 and 100% of clinical examination and pathologic examination being discordant where an omentum may look normal but can have occult metastases. This trial emphasized how key it is to stage women with early stage ovarian cancer due to the increased risk of upstaging. Young et al. in 1983 further went to say, in women with clinical stage one ovarian cancer, investigators reported 30% rate of upstaging, further emphasizing the importance of surgical staging for both prognostic and therapeutic benefits. GOG 95. GOG 95 was a randomized controlled trial of early ovarian cancer patients who had undergone staging surgery. Women were randomized to IPP32 versus IV cyclophosphamide plus cisplatin given every three weeks. The authors note there was a decreased risk of recurrence in women treated with IPP32. However, this was not statistically significant when compared with IV cis cyclophosphamide. There were less complications with cis cyclophosphamide as the intraperitoneal P32 was associated with bowel perforations, adhesions, obstructions, and port malfunctions. This trial favored cis-cyclophosphamide, establishing platinum as a preferred regimen in the treatment of early ovarian cancer. ICON-1. ICON-1 incorporated patients who, quote, had ovarian cancer who may need chemotherapy after surgery, end quote. Patients needed to have complete gross resection of any disease noted. Women were randomized to carboplatin versus cyclophosphamide adriamycin cisplatin versus no further therapy. In this trial, there was an improvement in recurrence-free and overall survival in the arms that contained platinum, carboplatin single agent, and the CAP regimen versus no further therapy. This was noted to be particularly efficacious in, quote, high-risk patients who were defined as stage 1, grade 3, and clear cell carcinomas. The Action Trial The action trial enrolled women with early stage high-risk ovarian cancer following staging surgery, randomized to cisplatin or carboplatin times four cycles versus no further therapy. It was noted in this trial that although staging was a requirement, two-thirds of patients in this trial were not staged optimally. Despite that, there was an increase in recurrence-free survival in patients who received platinum-based chemotherapy. Overall survival was not statistically significant in patients with no further therapy. 
it was noted that comprehensive staging improved overall and recurrence-free survival. And in patients who had no staging and received platinum-based chemotherapy, there was an improvement in overall and progression-free survival. In other words, if patients will not accept or are not to receive any platinum-based chemotherapy, in order to optimize their recurrence-free and overall survival, comprehensive staging is recommended and associated with improved outcomes. In patients who accept chemotherapy or receive chemotherapy, staging does not appear to improve or impact overall survival and recurrence-free survival in women with early-stage high-risk ovarian cancer. Neither ICON-1 nor ACTION trials directly examined what the role of comprehensive staging is in early-stage high-risk ovarian cancer with and without platinum-based chemotherapy, and this question remains unanswered. GOG-157. GOG-157 was a phase three randomized controlled trial for women with early stage high risk ovarian cancer who underwent staging surgery. They included women with stage one grade three, stage one C all grades, stage two and clear cell carcinoma. Women were randomized to carbotaxel times three or carbotaxel times six and their power was to detect a 50% difference between the two arms. The carboplatin was dosed at an AUC of 7.5, and notably, although staging was an enrollment criteria, there were a large number of incompletely staged patients in this cohort. The authors note a recurrence risk of 20% after six cycles of chemotherapy, versus 25% after three cycles of chemotherapy, and this was not statistically significant. A hazard ratio of 0.76, which again was not statistically significant, was reported. Six cycles of therapy were more toxic. In a post-hoc study by Chan et al. in 2008, which looked at subgroups within GOG-157, these authors showed that serous tumors may benefit from six cycles of chemotherapy with a hazard ratio of 0.33, which was statistically significant, compared with patients who had non-serous ovarian cancers treated with six cycles of chemotherapy. The recurrence-free survival was estimated to be 83% in patients who received chemotherapy who had serous histology versus 60% for all other patients in the cohort. This was a subgroup analysis, and so strong conclusions can't be drawn, but this may be practice changing for providers and patients. GOG-175. GOG-175 was a trial looking at early-stage high-risk ovarian cancer patients who received carbotaxel times three cycles followed by observation versus carbotaxel times three cycles, followed by weekly taxol for 24 weeks. There was no statistically significant difference with survival or recurrence, and thus weekly taxol maintenance in early-stage high-risk ovarian cancer was not recommended. Another analysis by Chan looking at GOG trials 157, 158, and 152 analyzed 
whether patients who recur within two years of their diagnosis or more than two years of their diagnosis with early-stage high-risk ovarian cancer, how they compare to patients with advanced-stage disease at the time of recurrence. What these authors noted, that if patients recur with early-stage high-risk ovarian cancer within two years of their initial diagnosis, their overall survival approximates the advanced-stage patients around 20 months. If patients recur two years later than when they were first diagnosed, then they fare much better. <laughs>